0: Welcome to the Authentic You podcast. I'm Gemma Sandwell, intuitive coach, TEDx speaker, and energy healer, and I'm here to help you connect to your authentic best self so you can flourish in life and business and live your purpose every day. I bring you a combination of personal development tools, neuroscience, energy tips, and expert speakers to help you be authentically you. Hi, and welcome to the Authentic You podcast today. I have a guest with me today, the lovely Nicole Louise Weiner. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Nicole. We've had all sorts of tech issues today on the podcast, but we are here finally. We've had dramas going on. We've had animals getting involved, but we are finally here and recording the podcast. So as it is the Authentic You podcast, we'll we'll share that we have had some issues, haven't we, actually (laughs) getting here today. So warm welcome to the podcast, Nicole. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Amazing. So, um, Nicole is a business strategist, mentor and coach, ex-global investment banker who works with hundreds of clients worldwide. And she combines her practical business skills with a BSc in psychology and a no BS approach to help her clients build a profitable business. That. She's a well-respected coach, anti-bullying champion and is passionate about bringing more kindness into business through building communities of support. What a lovely bio and um, as some, someone also who has a BSc in psychology and has also been through a journey with bullying. So um, that's already really resonating with me, Nicole. So I'd love for you to tell our listeners more about yourself and your story and what led you to hear
1: Oh yes, definitely. Thank you for that lovely introduction as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, my career wise, I joined, um, a global investment bank when I left school. I kind of fell into that accidentally actually. Um, I wanted to be a lawyer so after doing my um BSc in psychology I was like oh this would apply really well to courtrooms and everything Can I and anyway I didn't want to be away from home I'm a home bird so I decided to take a bit of a gap year do a bit of work and then I kind of fell into this role HSBC head office um And then I moved around there for 10 years. I was there for over a decade, which sounds like such a long time. And it probably was quite such a long time. Um, In retail, commercial and trade, I worked across all of the arms of the the bank. um, In marketing, risk, business management, looking at strategy, implementation, accountability with the senior managers and with the teams. But the thing that always came up for me was about time. So no matter how much we would strategize, streamline, everything like that, There was just, there was just such an expectation for these longer working hours, that rat race. I'm an introvert. It didn't fit with me. I was ill all the time, actually, when I was, when I was there, I had a lot of migraines. Um, And the other thing was the growth ceiling. So there was only, you had to ask permission for everything, right? And that, and that just doesn't really fit with my, I'm a bit of a rebel. So like a bit of that rebellious nature. Um, And then I left there in 2018, set up my own business whilst I was caring for my nan full time, who has dementia, um, managed to get a full client book within sort of six months, really fortunately, but I was heading really hard and fast towards burnout and didn't know that at the time. I was like, but I'm just helping everyone. I'm helping my clients. And I was putting myself at the bottom of the list all of the time. And and then pivoted that business and evolved that to become a full-time coach and mentor um, about three years ago. And now I'm ICF accredited, use my BSc in psychology for all of that stuff as well. And I help essentially business owners to have a more profitable business, like you said, but start, grow and scale because there's all different stages that we're at when, when it comes to a business. And even then, when you think you could be established, but starting something new you can you have to start with the foundation so there's all of that part there with the coaching and the mentorship and um yeah I love it that's where I am
0: amazing we've got such similar stories Nicole so I'm also an ICF coach I spent 15 years in financial services so (laughs) I'm an introvert I was also in burnout and um yeah so many like so many resonances there so how amazing that we've you know we've found each other and we're we're doing this podcast amazing um and, um, and and tell us a bit more about your story. So you, you said that you're an anti-bullying advocate. Like, have you experienced bullying?
1: Like, and how did that affect you? How did that shape you? Oh, gosh, yeah. So um, as a half Indian Jew, um, who is a woman who's five foot one, I'm five foot one now. I haven't grown since I was about 13. Wow. Um, but the, the, the bullying for me has been, I'd say, I say lifelong, but it's not anymore. It's not right now. Right. But, um, and even then online is sometimes it is, but, um, in my childhood, like throughout my primary school, throughout my secondary school, um, into some of my adult life with friends, ex friends now, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's just been there and it, it, at some points and we can talk I know we'll probably talk about some of this today it was absolutely horrific you know people waiting outside the house for me I couldn't leave the school gates on my own for six months because there were gangs of people waiting um waiting for me which was just terrifying and awful and a lot of that has definitely shaped how I am in different ways one of the things that I remember my my wonderful godmother and aunt saying to me gosh about 10 years ago, probably longer, um, was, well, Nicole, I wish you hadn't gone through all that because it can make you really cold, which will probably surprise people now. Um, Probably from her her comment, that's why I'm not so much. But it did make me very harsh, um, very critical and judgmental of other people, um, wary and cautious of their intentions. Um, And yes, okay, sometimes that is still there, and we need that anyway, evolutionary-wise, right, to survive. It's how our brains work. But also finding that people are actually good and within that, so am I. So that self-love piece and learning how to love myself, learning how to champion myself, learning how to stand up for myself and that resilience that has come from some pretty harrowing crap. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's kind of I'd say how it's probably happened and, and how it's also shaped me.
0: Amazing. And I, I'm really conscious not to go in coach mode here, but I want to kind of pick on something that you said there. Of course, go for it. I'd love it. to know your thoughts on, which is just this like intuitive feeling in me, that actually um, what was happening and sorry that you've had to go through that horrible experience. Aren't kids really unkind sometimes? And um, what I'm kind of hearing in that is actually you, you probably had something, your light was probably shining really brightly and you had something that they didn't, that they wanted um there was something quite special about you and they wanted some of that like is that what you is that what you intuitively feel and what I've just heard you say there is
1: jealousy (laughs) essentially right so and that's so true and I remember thinking like and hearing this phrase and thinking it but jealousy is actually quite an awful disease and we don't even know when it happens it happens to all of us to some you know it's like a scale it's linear scale one one side to the other but I think a lot you're right a lot of those people no matter where it's been and where it's happened is about that that jealousy and thinking oh my gosh but not always on a conscious level almost always not on a conscious level I'd say when we go to the intentions of other people they don't know why Um, and I remember actually this was about three years ago it was after I'd come out of the other side of this, but this thing you said about shining your light. And I had a, which was a bit, we were talking about being woo before we started this podcast. Woo, but not woo. Um, and I had a card spiritual. reading. We can be both. Let's hold it all. Yeah. yeah, spiritual and scientific. All of those. Two
0: um
1: and I had this card reading and um online with a with a business friend that I'd known for a couple of years, um, just because there was some stuff going on for me and I and I I was looking for some guidance, I suppose. And one of the things that came out of that was about this light and the the torch and being able to choose where and who to turn it up and down for. Um but yeah, that just brought that up for me as you said that. Amazing.
0: And that's like that's part of that journey to authenticity, isn't it? Is like knowing, like, who you are, and as you said, building that kind of self-love and, like, that appreciation for yourself and who you are, because it's so easy, especially, like, when we're more introverted and sensitive, to take on those voices and believe them, and sometimes we don't even consciously realise, do we, until further down the line, and we're like, you know, someone um let's say like here's an example of mine I'm on a discovery call with a client and the client like says something about my pricing or something like that and I'm like oh, and then I suddenly realized there's just like this shadow in there and I hadn't realized that how all these voices of like the bullies had had come in and then like you say I love that analogy of the torch. It's then knowing okay like I've got me I know me and myself so I can then choose like where to um where to shine that torch and actually who gets to access that special sacred energy because I imagine for you and this like resonates for me and I had to work in London a lot in my financial services role Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) you get off the train and it's like whoa like the energy you know and if you're that bright torch walking around London and and this isn't even like this isn't even just we is it like we know we know this from like research and like the quantum field and like vibration and and physics that you know that this stuff happens um yeah, I love that analogy of the torch. It's like, you know, getting off you know, getting off the train in London, shining this big torch saying, Hey, over here, come have some of this. And um, yeah, it's um yeah, it's totally learning where to where to direct that that torch. So what what would you, you know, if anyone is listening and has gone through that, you know, has gone through that in the past, might be maybe aware of like how those some of those voices and those um like that bullying has, you know, is still or maybe even as an adult, and it's really interesting. Sorry, it's a really long question now, Nicole, but um, like when you said jealousy, that really resonates as well, just to like draw some similarities there. Some kind of adult bullying that I've had has been all to do with jealousy. And interestingly enough, I've just been doing a um a quantum clearing course, and one of the actual things that we can go in and clear out is jealousy energy, and it's so strong and so powerful, and it affects so many things. So um, yeah, let's not underestimate the importance of that. Um, but yeah, so if anyone's listening and they, you know, they, they've noticed or they might wherever they are on this healing journey with this, and they may have maybe noticed these voices like affecting their self-worth in terms of their business,
1: um, what would you say to them? I think the key thing to come back to is knowing that you're already enough exactly as you are. Um, which we could delve into, like perfectionism and acceptance and all of that. But actually, like you gave the example there, and it's happened to all of us, like on a discovery call and someone's like, oh, well, how much is that? Re- really? How much? Like, um, Or online, somebody questions you or um, you get a complaint from a client or something like that and you're like oh my god this is another piece of evidence about why I am not good enough it's reminding yourself that you already are but also when it comes to growth and growth mindset it's about being enough as you are and still being able to want more so being able to have both of these things and hold them together that you're enough as you are you are I was going to say perfect, but perfect's a fallacy. So we're not going to say that because perfect isn't real, but you are good enough as you are. You are whole and you are complete, but that does not mean that you can't be hungry for more. And knowing that you can have both of those things, it's like, I'm grateful for all of the things, good, bad, ugly, and upside down that have got me to where I am right now. And being grateful also doesn't mean that you can't want more. You can't want to grow, evolve, change, develop, learn new things, be different. You may love your house that you live in right now, but you still might want a bigger one. You might love your house right now and you might want a smaller one. You might have a family right now, but you want to grow that. You want to have more children. You want to, you've been to loads of places, you've traveled, but you want to do more of that. And actually applying these things to your business is really important. It's so key because we have to change and grow and evolve with the market and stay on top of trends and what's working. Um, but if you have been bullied, a lot of what can come back also around visibility. So if I show up, what if people judge me from my past my present what if people judge me what if people think that i'm not good enough and actually what that's doing is it's holding up a mirror for what you're really feeling about yourself because if you come back to okay well actually i know i'm good enough i have some self love here compassion as well that even if i do something as long as i've got the best intentions and i'm not and you you won't have bad intentions um it doesn't matter what they think
0: absolutely so well put thank you that's yeah i love that I love that growth mindset piece and how many of us like here, like a lot of us in childhood here, like just be grateful for what you've got. You know, it's like I can be grateful for what I've got and want more. And I feel like, I actually feel and this is probably my rebel coming out a little bit here, like <laughs> that we have a responsibility to like to change the world. Like we're here because we have this responsibility and we went through these experiences because we need to help others that have gone through those experiences. And not in like a really pushy way, but we have a responsibility for almost for wanting more. And it's not a selfish thing. It's a collective. Let's all hold this bar higher because we're ultimately all here to shift and change the world in our own authentic way. So yeah, I love the way you you brought that together there, Nicole.
1: Yeah, thank you. And I think I think that's um yeah, it's so important, isn't it? That collective energy, I suppose, that there are other people that are going to have gone through and will be going through similar things to what you are and you're not alone. And actually let's lean on that for a second. Like the only way to really know that is to be vulnerable, which which is authenticity in itself, right? But actually to do that, to be vulnerable, to open up when you've had those crappy experiences isn't easy. It takes practice and you have to be gentle with yourself with it as well. But when you do that, that's the almost the only way that you'll know that you're not alone and it's not just you.
0: Definitely. And I just feel there's something really expansive about that, isn't there? Like when you go through that initial that initial time where you think oh I don't know if I want to show up so for me LinkedIn was a was a big thing because obviously coming leaving corporate after 15 years um, I was very much like operating with my business in the safe space of Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. I hear you <laughs> and then I got this incredible client through LinkedIn and I was like oh hang on and it was I wasn't really posting on there and then I and then I got this incredible client and I thought wow like there's more people that there's people there that I can help um and I really had to get through this like limiting belief around um you know especially like holding like like you holding the the science and the spiritual and you know talking about energy and being highly sensitive and things like that on LinkedIn knowing that all my corporate colleagues ex-corporate colleagues were there like that was a big thing for me and I I had to like but once once you do that initial um that initial thing where you go you make that choice it feels so expansive doesn't it and you're just like right this is me and it actually doesn't doesn't matter whether you know if you're just being completely yourself um then it doesn't it doesn't matter does it like as long as like you say if you're what if what you're doing is of, of good intent and from your values then it doesn't almost doesn't matter what anyone says
1: or does does it which is just so empowering It doesn't matter. And the other thing that I would say about any social platform is just find the block button. So if people make you feel like, okay, well, 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 two things here. Number one, if you've got loads of ex-corporate colleagues or, um, and I can resonate with what you were saying, (laughs) how it used to be for me as well, Mm -hmm. um, that are going to hold, essentially, that you are giving the power to hold you back from doing things, changing the world, having a bigger impact, creating more freedom for yourself, remove them from your network remove them so they they're unlikely to see it most people who work in corporate are not going to like or comment on what you do anyway so you're not going to know they're going to be doing that silently but if in your head you're like okay this is going to get in my way remove them don't let them be there and then if somebody decides to be a total I'm good. I don't know how much I'm allowed to swear here must. so I'll say I'm, Wally. It's the authentic
0: <laughs> podcast you can say what you want.
1: <laughs> so if someone's being a total knob and <laughs> and, they, and they're and they saying things that are not very nice block them, mm. block them don't allow, you have no justification to give, you have no reason to prove to them why you are enough because you're already enough and the right people will be there championing, championing you every step of the way to remove that whether it's scientific or whether it's spiritual, remove that from your world, just cut it out. And you always have a choice with that. So to empower yourself, to be able to show up, talk about, okay, strategically, if we go to mentorship here, strategically what you want so that it works for your business growth and your brand. But the people that are going to challenge you, they're going to be surrounded by more people that are like that. They're going to be around more people that are negative, that are not in the space, in the vibe, in the energy, in the mindset that you want to be in and you want to be surrounded by. So take control of that. You always are in control. And I think this is the other thing that if we circle this back to like being bullied, you are in control. You get to make all the choices. I know it doesn't always feel like that, but you absolutely get to make all the choices. Amazing. I love that
0: rebellious feeling and what you're saying Nicole and totally I love the block button and it's it's something that I had I've had to learn about actually like I've had to learn to know that that is okay so yeah I totally love that so for anyone listening I always say energy does not lie (laughs) feels off it is off and um yeah I've recently just come back on Facebook after almost a year off it and the, the amount of times I've used the block button in the last two weeks yeah already so yeah totally would, would champion that as well and just say like p- focus your energy on what you want rather than what you do want and do, don't be afraid to just block and you know we have these we have like you know we have this awareness and it's almost like red flags in a relationship isn't it it's like yeah hang on this is a red flag well block at the first red flag don't wait until <laughs> five down the line. And this person is like, you know, taking your energy or made you feel like crap. So yeah, I love that champion, the block champion I can't find that word hard to say or <laughs> championing
1: championing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can tell and I'm actually confused. as you just said there like LinkedIn is most likely to be if you're looking at digital marketing here for your business like LinkedIn's going to be where you've got most of those ex corporate colleagues or employees or people that you worked with but Facebook is going to be friends and family so that can be another thing mm-hmm. either friends from your you know childhood from your adult life or your family to be thinking who is he who is she who are they to be doing this I didn't know they were doing that like Mm -hmm. again none of their bloody business it's Mm -hmm. none of their business so it's gonna it's gonna be everywhere the only part that you have control over is you
0: yeah Mm -hmm. I love that so um before I come on to the last question um that I ask all my guests um so let's just kind of summarize some of the things that we've talked about so far and um so we have We've obviously block button, that has to be a big one. That has to be number one. Like I normally do chronological order of summary, but I think block, 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 block. If you think <laughs> it's off, it is off. Um yeah, I love that. Block button, um, not you know, not um my words out, Gemma. Not letting the stories, you know, from the from the past remember that you are enough. I feel like that's like another great point from this conversation that you've so eloquently um, put together there around yeah you are enough you were born enough you were born worthy um and using this authentic alignment around you have a choice you have a choice you have a responsibility and be that rebel to make your dream happen like you are in control of it i feel like that's another big theme is there anything else that you would you'd like to add to that nicole
1: um, no, I think that's a brilliant summary. And yeah, it's it is about all of those things. So, and all of those things do come back to that you are in the driving seat of your life. Like no one else is sadly coming sadly and not sometimes, but like coming to adult you. No one's coming to parent you. We've got to do this for ourselves. We're not taught that, are we after after stopping being a child and transitioning into adulthood, no one's coming to do this for you anymore. I was talking to my partner this morning about why, as I am i don't think I'm a very good adult, like I've got ADHD as well. So that kind of feeds into that. Um, but why don't adults have Velcro trainers? Like I, could, <laughs> I mean,
0: like, <laughs> these the
1: things children. that we're like, I need to remember to tie my laces. It's responsible yeah. to do these things. Like actually also being able to embrace the things that your inner child needs to be happy mm-hmm. without that being completely woo as well. So yeah, what, would you say to your younger self now, and what are they asking for? Give them what they need. Like, yeah. Amazing. That has to be point
0: number four, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) As well. So I can put them on the, on the recording, give your inner child what they need. And that's so relevant because like most of the time that's what's happening. Like when we're feeling a certain way, it's our inner child kicking off and saying, Hey, and again, like you say, it's not we because scientifically That's how we've, um, you know, how we've coded our belief systems as a child. So, um, yeah, I love that. Just give them what they need. And sometimes it's like a hug or, you know. a A Nap. Yeah, a a nap. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love a nap. I might have one of those today.
1: (laughs) Playing a game. Like, I love games. Puzzles, gaming. I I love Disney. So things like, Mm. things that just fill you with joy, that don't have to be adult. They can be things that... It feel childish to you maybe initially, but actually you're not. They're things that make you happy. And actually, when it comes to being authentic, mm. that's what matters. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Nicole. So love that.
0: So last question for you um, is if, um, which I always ask my guests, if you had one tip to being your most authentic self, I mean, we already had lots in there, but if <laughs> there was one
1: thing, what would you say to the audience, Nicole? I would say to find out how to love yourself and that can bring up a lot of things for different people but what I mean for that mean about that is happiness and what makes you happy learning that you're enough and to truly believe in yourself so when it comes to authenticity you then know that you're coming from this genuine heartfelt values-led place that is in integrity it is good it is it is from all the best places so find how to love yourself
0: amazing I love that way to to end what an absolutely great way to get in touch with our most authentic selves find out how to love ourselves so for those listening we're going to set you a challenge today to find a way to love yourself today and let us know do reach out to us and let us know um, how you got on and any questions for us so um so we'll come to the end of the podcast. So if you'd like to share, how can we reach out to you, Nicole, if
1: we would like to know more about working with you? Of course. Thank you. So I've got my own podcast, um, Supercharge Your Business, which you can find on any streaming platform, anywhere that you listen. Um, and also over on LinkedIn, which is my favourite hangout. Um, just search Nicole Louise Werner And I believe I'm the only one. So. <laughs> amazing
0: authentically individual authentic yeah absolutely yeah definitely there is another Gemma Sandwell and I actually had to message her on Instagram the other day to check it wasn't one of those spam accounts <laughs> and actually there is another one is this me is it meant to be me I <laughs> so just want to check <laughs> if you're <a> real person. <laughs> oh, awesome okay well we'll leave it there I shall press stop and thank you so much for coming on the podcast Nicole it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for having me